Happy Wednesday, everybody. It is time for patch 1219. Uh, I guess you could say this is the beginning beginning of uh, preseason of stuff. Oh. Yeah. What were, you, what were you gonna say? Beginning of the end. Sure. <laughs> um. Yeah, we got some changes coming in. They mentioned some like off meta builds. We got the Syndra uh, mid scope coming in, so that's exciting. Um. You you want to talk about EG and how they triumphed today over the past Bro. few days? EG shit on mad. Ah, uh, I. They've been so. They did lose to to DFM. The, the first day, EG did not play very well, right? First day of plans, they they did not play very well. Uh, day two on Friday, they played very well. Saturday, they played decent, <laughs> decently, and they lost to DFM, a, a game where they should have won realistically, um, and that put them into a tiebreaker situation on Sunday after they won. They had tiebreak with uh, DFM. So what did they play DFM like four times? Yeah, it was a lot. It was a lot. Yeah. And um, and actually, I should check to see how DFM is doing right now because they are RNG. down two one in the series with RNG. So they won the first game pretty handily right. too. They were, but it looks like they're actually getting pounded right now. Yeah, I think they're. Um, yeah, I think it's safe to say that RNG probably has this cleared up. All right, all right, but um, yeah, they they played well, and then they kind of like went downhill and they went right back uphill. Um, they played a series earlier today and just mad lions wasn't even on the same page the same skill level they were just lost against uh against eg i mean the first game i feel like eg really just tilted mad lions bro inspired is insane he not the, only the is maokai he, I was gonna baron say, steel not only is he insane he's insane on tanks everything <laughs> the, the, uh, like that maokai baron steel though dude i don't did he uh, twist it advance in to get the smite or something like that? Like he twisted what? advance and then no. flashed into the pit oh. and got the smite and like yeah, that was insane. And it's just like name a better duo, eg and Baron Pit. Like and, and Danny wasn't even there. there. Right, the it wasn't part. Danny and Baron Pit. It's just eg and Baron Pit. Maybe that's what it is. <laughs> but no, yeah, and, like they. Go, go no, go ahead. No, you finish your thought. I was gonna say just even on the on the point of Danny not being there, Cowrie is actually playing very well. He is. Um, they're putting him on the right champions that are allowing him to perform the way he needs to. Um, and right now they got a little lucky too because it switched from a bot carry meta to a top carry meta, so they're able to fully utilize impact. Um, who's been playing out of his mind both on uh, Aatrox and other champions as well, but. The Aatrox was a I good know, one. And I said this to you earlier. Like, why is Aatrox allowed? Like that, I, it's so busted. gross. Like, and I know we talked about it. he had he just hadn't been touched in the last few patches leading up to Worlds, and he's just right. He's literally in every game, pretty much, dude. So um, whoever picked chose him as like the most picked in champ select, you win. <laughs> see, I thought he would be most banned. I did. I definitely picked him as most banned. That was a tricky one. Like, man. Yeah. I was just thinking. I'm like, yeah, this guy's broken. Like, they gotta ban him, and they're not. They're just letting him through. I'm like, fuck. How is he getting most picked? This isn't fair. It's literally Aatrox and Maokai. Like every right. fucking game, dude. It's sick. Right. It's sick to see. Um. 
so yeah as of right now i mean maybe by the end of this episode we'll probably have the uh the fourth team it's gonna be rng come on we, we know it's gonna be rng yeah but, at this point so right now uh fanatic drx eg and presumably uh rng are going to the group stage so yes. games start up on thursday i think i think friday i think it only Let thing is thursday yeah, friday, october 7th oh the 7th okay yep so the game's going on to monday Oh no no! Friday, week one Saturday, is never mind. Sunday, Monday, it's, then Thursday. It's the following yep. week because yeah, the following week is when they do each group, uh, each day. Yes. Got it. Okay, that makes a little bit more sense. Okay, cool. So Friday, yeah, we're we're getting games, baby. Um, be kicked back up real soon, but yeah, EG doing work. Mad Lions just shit the bed, and uh, it's Again. all history now. But <laughs> I don't know. I'm just hella stoked. Um, um, dude, I, I'm I'm stoked on on EG winning. Seriously, feels, that was, that feels was good. so good because that was the uh, you lose and you go home, um, and NA versus EU in like the last three years has just been. They've only had loss. this was the third best of five ever between EU and NA. Yeah, and I think that EU is undefeated, right? Right. They had... Until today. Yeah, every time, every match meetup, it was a loss. So... Yeah. God so. bless EU, for, or uh, EG, I should say, for right. breaking that curse. Thanks, y'all. I, I, I do appreciate that, guys, for, <laughs> for helping us out here. So hopefully, um, when it gets into the actual group stage... Sure their group is fucked. Yeah. I think they have EG oh, dude, and they have on Kia. They have... Um, yeah, they have Damwon. Do they have no? I think they have. I know they have JDG. I don't JDG, remember. that's it. Yeah, no, they have JDG. Uh, Damwon. Do they have top? No, they don't have top. They have. Um, where the? It's like oh, it's not gonna update. Where is the? Uh, uh, JDG group. Oh, they have G two. G two, Damwon, JDG, and Rip. EG. Good, good, good luck, yeah. boys. It ain't yeah. gonna happen. And I, I believe that Fnatic gets put into. I think they get put into the Gen G group with hundred Steves. I think I was trying to remember what uh Quickshot's um graphic when he was writing on it, but I the only one I really remember was where EG was going because I just needed to see that. <laughs> so yeah, it should uh should be a good one. We're, we're primed for for a fun world. It's nice to see all our teams make it through, and even though EU got their extra uh seed. It did not matter. They still ended up with three. So let's go. Let's fucking go. <laughs> but um, enough about those. We've got a couple, or we got a note about uh, Syndra. We got um, a response, and, and and maybe maybe the question just was too open ended, and people didn't know how to respond. But uh, Thotakis, my boy, in here, we asked we asked you guys, how do you feel about these changes to Syndra? Thotakis said, I don't play Syndra to know how much these will affect her, but I did want to ask which champion you think will be strong or weak against her now with these changes. Or do you think the matchups stay the same? And I think that's a good question. I think we started to talk about that on the episode a little bit. Um, I remember mentioning like a Vagar that could be a similar style champion. Um, maybe not strong or weak against her, but in a similar vein, you could play that uh, be a skill matchup. Um, I still think assassins are going to be strong against Syndra. She's, albeit a, is she a control mage or? 
she no, she's a burst mage, I guess, right? I say I could you could argue both. A little bit of control, a little bit of burst, a little bit of artillery, like because she's a she's definitely a, a skill spammer, right? Like uh, like a Vagar or or a Zerath, but she doesn't have the the AOE or the the distance that they have, right? Which takes her a little bit out of the artillery range. Um, she definitely controls with where her her dark spheres are. And then she definitely is a burst mate. She for sure has burst capability that like um similar to where Zerath is. Obviously, if Zerath hits you with his stun, he's just gonna unload his whole kit on you, right? And it's a similar thing with Syndra. She hits you with the stun, she's gonna try to unload another sphere and then an ulti. Um So I would think that she's gonna have similar counters as a Zerath, which is typically assassins that can get in and, and just blow you up. Um, and champions that can move around the map a little bit faster than her. So, in a in a one v one, so it's 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 hard. To, I'm not sure if you're asking game counters or lane counters. I'm assuming you're asking lane counters, probably. So I would I would refer to like a Zed, a Talon, champions that are just gonna, you know, obviously they're not gonna farm on par with her. Zed might just because he has some range abilities, uh, but the it's the champions that want to blow you up. They look at you and go, yeah, fuck you, I'm blow you up even Cassidy might be in that in that group as well right i think um even before the change i th- like I, champions that always have i mean she doesn't have reliable cc but her cc right. is the area is large and we after right. reading the the changes it's going to be even bigger so i think any champion that has like just massive cc is going to be useful no matter what like Sure, it's nice to get, and she has reliable damage at least. Like with her ulti point and click, like she'll get the the full damage off. She could if they're in range of the point and click. Right. Um, what I like about this change is now you can like you can kind of chill. Like you're like, okay, I gotta get the hundred and twenty uh things to upgrade. I'm just gonna chill and farm. Like I, if I get shit on, it won't be as rough as before. I guess like, cause you're going to, you're going to hit a point where you're going to get a massive power spike at 120. You get that extra 15% damage, right? Or the AP. Was that what it was? Yeah. Yeah, I believe so. So it's like, you don't have to get ahead as early. Uh, obviously I feel like she could still, she could probably bully some champions. I think like any, I mean, you mentioned like Zed, I mean, realistically you could just build a seekers and you'd probably be fine. Just sit on that. And you could right. just bully from a, from afar. Um, but I mean, like I said, if if she gets shit on, she still have you still have a point to like you you'll be able to reach that point eventually. Um, yes. Whereas if you get shit on, you're dying. You're not being able to level up enough. You can't max your abilities and get the bone. Um, I really want her to be played in bot lane. I I want that. So it's like she might be able to harass if she's being played bot lane. She can definitely harass the short range ADCs like Varus. Uh, if you see like Vayne, I mean, Vayne has a, a, like a tumble so she can get out of the way, but like maybe would probably suffer. And again, this is just bot lane. It probably suffer against like long range, like obviously like the Caitlyn's, um, maybe would struggle against Kaisa just cause Kaisa is so nimble. Um, but I think it's, I can see that. as far as like mid lane, I think she could like, she could probably bully like Silas Zed, Maybe not LeBlanc. I think LeBlanc is too slippery. Um, yeah. I don't, again, I don't. Well, I don't LeBlanc I, is definitely too slippery. LeBlanc probably would be a good counter to her. 
Um, I'm just thinking like any champion that just wants to go in and, and, and blow her up should be, should be fine. She does not do too well when champions are jumping right on top of her. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Or, or champions that outrange her. She, um, she has just has better scaling options now. And I yes. think that's like kind of a, I don't want to call it a backup plan, but it's kind of like a fail safe thing. It's like, Oh shit, I'm dying. But Oh wait, I just got to, just got to land my abilities. We just got to wait a right. little bit and boom, I'm going to have a power spike. So, right. Yeah. I don't know that there's like a true counter. Also, it'll come uh, down to the, skill uh, matchup. Right. And I don't think there's going to be too much that changes with, with her counter plays or whatever, you know, mm-hmm. um, it looks like just according to some of the statistics, Zoe, Swain, Zed, Cassidy, Victor, oh, yeah. and Akali are her toughest matchups, and I don't think that will change um, in lane. I think that as as she scales up with her splinters, I think then you might see some changes in her power levels and what she could do, but I think that the counters are going to remain intact. Um, so, yeah, the best way to answer that question, I guess, is just to say that the uh, I don't think the counters really change. I'm gonna, I'll try to play some Syndra. Maybe I'll play some Syndra jungle. She seems fun. Yeah? No. Uh, all right. Well, thank you, Thoticus. And um, that was it. So let's uh, move into the patch. So yeah. Let me get this on screen. Boom. There we go. 1219, so, baby. There's a lot of changes. A metric fuck ton of changes. Um, only a couple of nerfs. But a shit ton of buffs, and obviously the Syndra adjustment, mm. and then there is an Eclipse. They're calling it a nerf. Um, and uh, sure, I, I would call it the most minor nerf in the world. But you know, it's um, a we'll, uh, well, they we'll get, we'll get to it. I think they buff. It's uh, it evens out. Right. Um, so the first thing on here, obviously, is Syndra. I'm not going to bore you with that. We talked about all this shit. Check yep. out the Syndra episode. Yep. Um, I'm not even looking to see if the numbers have changed. Check out the Cinder episode. <laughs> well, you can you can compare and contrast with the with the. Graphic I think they're here. just briefly what I'm reading. It looks more or less the same as what we went over. Right, that's what I'm thinking too. So I I think those numbers were pretty much released as a as a final a final piece there. So, um, yeah, uh, let's move on. The, so the real first champion on this list is uh, Blitzcrank. Oh, Blitzcrank. Here we go. And um, I just want to give you a little bit on the blurb because I think this is interesting and I think this is kind of fun to talk about too. So, uh, fun fact, Blitzcrank was initially designed as a fighter champion. While they found their place in the support role over the years, we still think it could be fun to let the great Steam Golem try their hand at something other than grabbing. We're buffing some more fighter parts of Blitz's kit to make them more of a proficient duelist at as little of a cost of their primary support playstyle as possible. So put on those boom boom blitzcrank skins and get punching. Ha ha ha. Um, a lot. There's a lot here. So the base stats. Uh, the base attack speed is gonna go up by a. I don't know. Point oh two five. Yeah, point oh two five. Yeah, I don't know what that makes it, but you know. Um, so from point six two five to point six five, and the attack speed ratio, which is. I don't. Is that the growth? I guess. I'm I... not sure what attack speed ratio means versus base attack speed. Um, from point six two five to point seven. So that that's got to be the growth or something like that. You're growing by that much each level. Um, 
The W overdrive, the mana cost is going up by 10 from 75 to 85. And the bonus attack speed is going to go up greatly. So it was 30 to 62%. It's now 40 to 92%. Fucking so hitting bad. the W and running is also going to let you punch a lot faster. Um, he does have a low base attack speed. Remember that. So 92% isn't going to give him that much. You're probably looking at 1.3. Let's see. If you're at level... I'm trying to think what this is maxed. This is usually maxed, I think, second, because the E doesn't matter. There's no... Well, we'll see about no... that. Right, right, right. So I think it's usually maxed second. So what does that make it? About a level 13 that this is maxed mm-hmm. out, right? Mm-hmm. You're probably looking at maybe 1.5 attack speed while it's active, and it's only active for a few seconds. So um, I don't think it's going to make a big deal unless he's already pulled you and he wants to start punching the shit out of you. <laughs> um, and they're adding a new piece here. So attacks during W deal an additional 1% of the target's maximum HP and magic damage. Against non-champions, this damage is increased by an extra 60 to 180 based on level. You know what that so, means, uh, baby. Jungle Blitz is back. Jungle Blitz crank, baby. Let's go. I remember that. You just pull someone over, like you stand in Tribrush and pull someone out of the river, and they're like, what the fuck just happened? Um, so that's pretty gross. The E, the Power Fist, the mana cost is going up from 25 to 40. The knockup duration is going up by a tenth of a second from 0.9 to one full second. The empowered auto attack damage was 200% total AD. It's now going to include a 25% AP ratio to that number. And a new piece to this says against non-champions, Blitzcrank's E empowered auto attacks delay bonus 150% total AD and 125% AP damage. That's nuts. <laughs> that's pretty nuts. Again, that's for clear speed. What is um his the power fist is a really low cooldown relatively, right? Um, I'd have to look it up. Let's off see. the top of my head, I I want to say it's like three seconds, but it doesn't scale down in. in yeah, so that's, I was gonna say it's like yeah, definitely it makes sense to level up the W second. Keep going. I'm gonna look this up. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we'll hit the ulti, the static field. So the maximum stacks from the passive was three. And that was that how many um, lightning bolts would pop down, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, it's now unlimited. So you'll just keep getting them. <laughs> the magic damage from the stacks on hit was 50 to 150 with a 30% AP ratio. Uh, all they're doing is they're changing that AP ratio to scale up with the level of the ability. So it's going to scale 30 to 50% total AP. That's the only change there. And the magic damage was 275 to 570 or sorry to 525 with 100% AP ratio. You're going to keep the base, but you're going to gain an extra 25% on that AP ratio. And one thing I want to note if you guys are reading this uh side by side or watching the YouTube video, you'll see that Riot has done away with the gray strike yep. through and they've gone to bolding what they're actually changing. So great. It's wonderful. Maybe easier to read the old values, maybe slightly difficult more difficult to read the new values. I would like to see if they would underline that a little bit. Um because sometimes it doesn't quite stand out. The bold is not that much bolder than the other text. So um what are we thinking? Like it, it says fighter, but everything is basically AP scaling. I know the power fist does does bubble double the bonus AD or your base AD. Is that what it right. does? Uh, yes. And no, no, total AD. Sorry, total AD. Okay. Uh, but you look at the passive. So I, I wanted to say, like, <clears throat> I feel like attack speed is gonna be really fucking good on this dude. 
aside from the steroid boost on his W, like the fact that his alt passive has unlimited stack. How long does it, when you auto attack something, how long does it take for that stack to pop? It's like half, is it like half a second? Because it, it like it's charges, pretty quick. right? Uh, one yeah, second. it's pretty quick because because you build up the charges. One and then, second. Like once you attack, yeah, you, you see actually what's nice is ever since they change that, there's like a little meter underneath the um, mm-hmm. unit. And so you can see when it's going to hit. Good. So could you imagine him just like, and then just like does that pops that damage? Like it. So so here's here's what I think. I think Blitzcrank, um, I think he builds a man immune just for the, A, his passive works with the tier. Um, and then B, he gets the AD. If you're getting total AD and you're stacking mana, you'd be fine there. And I think he also probably opts into um, like a Nashor's Tooth or something like that for some AP and some attack speed to keep him relevant there with the W. And then he probably goes tank the rest of the way and depending on how the matchup is he probably goes either tank or more of a bruiser style uh build if i had to guess right now i feel like he's gonna and i guess slight spoilers for friday's episode we're gonna be going over the larger pbe changes that they're uh teasing us uh a few of the sunfire items are no longer mythics so There, it's gonna so basically it, it it's gonna open up some build paths that I think are pretty sick. So like, I could I could see. I mean, obviously he has, it's he has mainly AP scaling. So I would yes. I feel like he could he could probably do the Nashers like, uh, frozen or the um Sunfire Gauntlet, whatever the fuck which one, and then like Demonic Embrace. Right. Like just Mega Tank, like kind of like what how Shivana goes or whatever nonsense. Um, can you imagine if you fucking ran lethal tempo on this dude and just get into a fight and just, just like machine gun? Busted. <laughs> I don't know. This is this is cool. This is really unexpected. Unexpected, and I feel like he could probably be very good jungle being jungled. I, yeah, I mean, obviously they were trying to to push him there. I could see, and he he has a gank pattern. Obviously, he's got the W in the, in the hook, so he's got some range to do it. Um, don't be surprised if you start seeing in your games. It is preseason after all. We're we're moving into that preseason and Riot's fully about to embrace it. So, um, moving on. What do we got next? Oh, you know what? I forgot to mention the bug fix. I guess there was a problem where Blitzcrank's W movement speed was decaying inconsistently or too quickly. They have fixed that. They claim. Moving on to Echo, passive damage increase. Damage against monsters decrease. Bonus movement speed increased early. R damage increased later. AP scaling increased. All right. Passive Z Drive Renaissance Renis- Resonance Resonance said Renaissance. Um, Bucket third proc damage was thirty to one forty based on level with an eighty percent AP scaling. It's going to keep the same base, but the AP scaling is going up by ten, so it is now ninety. And then the Chrono okay. Break Magic damage base was one fifty to four fifty with an one hundred and fifty percent AP scaling. Now that base is going to two hundred to five hundred. And the AP scaling is going up by 25 to 175 AP. That's They've pretty big. Hold all those changes on there too. Nice one. Uh, <laughs> I think this is just a way to keep the AP echo uh, intact. Because obviously I think we remember that he can also do pretty well building tankier items. And, and like tankier Wait, AP bruiser style items. I'm confused. It says damage decreased against monsters. Where does it say that? Good question. I 
Because usually it would say like, oh, against non-champions. Yeah, it doesn't say. So maybe they either they goofed or typo, or they left that in there when that got removed. Maybe. So. Damn it, right? I was really, I was them. about to fucking keep praising you for everything. I know. Well, you can even see. It looks like this one's messed up. Anyways, like they forgot to bold the changes on his ulti. So I'm sure something happened where things changed here. And I'm sure if we go down and find a tweet from Riru or Ether, uh, we might be able to uh, find out what happened there. But um, tell me about All right, Fizz. yeah, I don't really have anything else to say about Echo, so we'll move on to Fizzy here. Uh, Fizz is getting an AP scaling increased on the Playful Trickster. Uh, he's getting an extra 15% AP from 75 to 90% AP scaling. So he hasn't been everywhere recently. I've seen him a couple times as AD or a little bit more of a fighter style. So it looks like they're trying to put him back into the um, mage slash assassin style. So uh, be on the lookout for Fizz. He should be on there. I mean, 90% AP ratio on the E is not too crazy. because That's more of a dodge ability than it is a damage ability. But if you hit it, it does some good damage. I mean, at max rank with 270 base damage and 90% AP, that should... <laughs> I mean, you're talking 700 damage, probably. Yeah, so, if you have death cap and like six right. items, you're, you're, right? Yeah, it's gonna hurt. Right. So. All right, Garen, E critical strike damage increase. Let's go, dude. Wonderful. So, this champion's a fucking menace. Why are we doing this? So E judgment critical strike damage was 58 percent plus one percent per one percent bonus critical strike damage. Now what it is mean? 75% plus 1% per 1% uh, percent bonus critical. So it's like he every... That just means if you build IE, right? Well, it's like a one-to-one -one ratio, right? Or it's like 1% per 1%. Yeah, so if you have if you have 20% crit, it does 20% extra damage. Well, no, that's that's critical strike chance. This is critical strike damage. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Right, right, right. So that only only matters if you build IE. I'm pretty sure. Perk 1% per 1% bonus. It, 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 that's written so poorly. I don't even want to spend time trying to figure it out because it's written so poorly. Sometimes, like, <laughs> they just need to spend some time actually editing this shit. Tell them, Tyler. It, it just, it's, it's, it's so unnerving. I can't even get Are into you, it. It's also, me hold off. on. Stop everything <laughs> right now. They forgot to put a fucking parenthesis I, I know. at the end of it. That, that's why I think I'm done. I, I'm off the podcast. I, <laughs> I think some of this shit got fucked up because they just forgot to like go back and and I literally got do up a look over. Here, hold on. I dropped my headphone. <laughs> well, uh, out the turntables. No, okay. Uh, let's move on to Jinx. Fuck, trying to figure out what the fuck that means. That's stupid. Um, Jinx base AD increased. Our base damage to primary target increased. She's getting. Two damage on her base AD. I don't know why they're doing that because I still feel like she's still decently relevant, although she's not the ADC of choice. Um, still decently relevant. So she's going from 57 to 59 on her base AD. So that's the early game difference at level one. And the Super Mega Death Rocket is going to gain 50 damage at all ranks on the primary target. That means the target that it hits and explodes on. They're not changing the splash damage. So it goes from 250 to 550. Now it's going to be 300 to 600. All right. Moving down to Kaisa. Passive AP ratio increased. 
Uh, so the fifth stack proc damage was 15% plus 5% per 100 AP of targets missing health. Now it is 15% plus 6% per 100 AP of targets missing health. This is just telling me like AP guys is probably going to be what 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 did um what did they used to do was it before Ludens like I mean go yeah, Nashers Nashers tooth to get the AP uh that's an instant upgrade on the on the AP right and oh, the so attack it should be on w. The, no not maybe it's not instant on the attack speed yeah the, it's AP I, instant yeah. on the AP yeah so it might be worth to just go like AP carry on her. It could be, it might still be worth building AD, but you just, you throw in, instead of maybe going uh, Wit's End, you throw in um, Nashers instead. Maybe. I'm just it was, spitballing here. Because what I'm thinking of is like, it's going to sound super boomer, but back in the day when Rageblade gave AP, it was really <laughs> fucking good on her. Dude, right. So it would be like Nashers, Rageblade, like, I, I, I could see... Dude, I see a world where, where Rageblade's still good on her because it, it does double proc, uh, every third hit double procs passives. So that could still be good. It just, you'd have to, in like a scenario, you'd have to see if that value is greater than the value of like a 1200% crit or 1200 sure. damage crit, you know? So, sure. But I could see, sure, yeah. Just how, like, how much are you able to stack that passive or how fast are you able to do that on something? That makes sense. So I, I I'd see at least building Nashers would probably feel really fucking good. So, I, yeah, I, mean, I think it still does. It still feels good, but getting an extra percent of targets missing health—that's the execute portion of that. An extra percentage of that. I mean, she is a collector builder, anyways. Mm-hmm. So that's just an extra added piece to that. Um, she's one of the few ADCs that doesn't always opt for lifesteal but if you're gonna cut out a wits end you probably go bork anyways to opt in for lifesteal and attack speed um i feel like they the question need... is do uh, you oh go ahead no I'm you finished sorry, finish. no, sorry. I, I always interrupt you keep going no 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 you're fine i was gonna say i, I just i i wonder like does she become an e w upgrade and then you just forego the q like because the Q, obviously, if you're going to build Nasher's Tooth, you want to build that early, right? Uh, because you want to be able to get that. You want to access that better execute faster. And then, obviously, you would want Kraken Slayer for attack speed. Um, and then you need Bork for lifesteal, because I, I don't think that Bloodthirster does very well for her. I think it also um, comes down to, again, the crit question. Right, right. I, I guess, yeah, I guess it depends on how you want to build her and, and what you're going up against, too. Well, I was going to say, um, like... Yeah, go ahead. In in the yellow tree, I feel like what's the attack speed one? Is it? It's not alacrity, is it? What is? Oh, uh, yeah, legend alacrity. I feel like that rune is just useless. Like, because the middle one is tenacity, and then the last one is life steal. I'm pretty sure, like, and on top of that, you take lethal tempo as Kaisa. You do right. not need to get that little like what is it eight percent attack speed when it's maxed out. Something like that. Which, by the way, those fucking runes still aren't fixed. It will literally say zero percent towards your next like goal or whatever but then when you yeah. hover over it, it's like oh giving eight percent tax speed i mean it's maxed out and then like it didn't finish like it didn't stop calculating until like after you killed the wave or whatever it's dumb but what it's i'm getting at is since people since lethal tempo is like the main thing that people take there's no point right. in taking that so the only life seal you could probably 
I mean, I guess you could throw a Bloodthirster in. I don't know. But you get that 6% off the, the rune. Right. Um, I generally feel like Bork is just better for her. Because I, obviously she gets the attack speed proc that should get you to, to the invisibility on the E. Um, but if you're going Kraken Slayer, you're probably going to have that already. So, I don't know. Maybe you do go Bloodthirster because you're going to get that on the on the Kraken Slayer. I don't um, think I don't think I would go because if I went yeah I was gonna say if I go Kraken I don't think I would go Bork just because like Kraken's true damage might be a little bit better than the on hit from Bork. True, but but I, I feel know. like yeah I don't know she's got she probably has one of the most expansive build sets of all the ADCs out there. Yeah, um, because you can slot in so many different items. We talked about Ginsu's like. If you go Kraken, you might as well go Ginsu's because mm-hmm. you want to be able to double proc the the true damage, right? Um, and you could possibly double proc the passive to get more damage there as well. So, like, that's an option. Um, she could go... I guess you could go Shield Bow or you could go Gale Force. She's a champion that does want to go in, so the Gale Force could help as, like, an execute. Um... I don't know. It's an interesting champion. I would always, and I've never tried this. Obviously, everyone goes lethal tempo. I would always be curious what PTA looks like on her, just because she has that passive that pops. Right. I'm always curious what press the attack looks like in terms of, of the damage profile. Like, are you getting more than just getting more auto attacks? I don't know. Something to something to ask. Maybe if you go Ginsu's, maybe you do go PTA because you can get the proc faster. I don't know. Um... Anyways, let's move down to Malphite. Basically, what you, what you need to know about Kaisa is that her AP builds are going to be a little bit more relevant, and she probably will build Nasher's Tooth now instead of Wit's End. So, that being said, uh, Malphite, WAP scaling increased, RAP scaling increased. Uh, the big tanky rock is getting some magic damage added to his kit, which means he's not he's going to continue to not be the big tanky rock, and he's going to be the mage rock, the magical rock. Um, Thunderclap is going to get an extra 10% on the AP scaling. So it was a 20% AP ratio. It's now going to be a 30% AP ratio. And you're going to see the same thing with Unstoppable Force. Uh, Unstoppable Force was an 80% ratio. It's now a 90% ratio. The base is going to remain the same. So Can't wait Still for that Naram. builder. Yeah, I know, right? It's fucking annoying. Uh, move down to Master Yi, AD growth decreased, EAD scaling decreased. Thank God, because this is, I'm still banning this champion, because like, I've just been playing, I'm playing a lot of Malphite and a lot of like Hecarim, and yeah. I feel like Yi can just shit on them. Like, what do you, yeah, I mean, does. sure, Malphite has the W to CC him, right. but he just he's just going to sit there and auto-attack you to death, so... I played a game the other day with a with a Yi support or Yi support with a Yi jungle and like he said he didn't carry the game. We actually carried the game through our misfortune, aka Steven. Um but the Yi was he carried the early game and he was able to outplay Kha'Zix early and then Kha'Zix kind of got going um and it became the Maokai show, but like I was surprised I haven't seen a Yi in a while and um I thought he still look pretty fucking strong. I mean, obviously their team didn't have a whole lot of hard CC, so they had to rely on Kha'Zix's um, isolation damage. But uh, beyond that, uh, he's still a strong champion, so it, it's good to see a little bit of a nerf here. It's it's not that much, to be honest. Uh, attack, speed, attack damage growth was 2.5, now it's 2.2. And the bonus true damage on his E is just losing 5% on the bonus AD scaling from 35 
to 30%. So it's a very, very small nerf. Right, right. Why don't you give me the next champ, too? Because oh, the dog. You know more about this champ. Yeah. So this, I, after, <laughs> so I, I, this was the one, usually I don't, I, I don't like to spoil the patch notes um, before we read it because I like reacting to it as we do it. But yeah, I had I had to check this out. Plus, this was su- supposed to be on the previous patch. But if this if this hit uh, twelve eighteen and was at Worlds, I swear to God, NASA support would be in every fucking game. But yes. explains <laughs> to you. So start with this Q. The empowered basic attack is getting an extra fifty bonus range. So his normal attack range is one twenty five. Prior, it was 150 when you use your Q. Now it's going to become 175 when you use your okay. Q. So it, we will always say uh, bonus range on melees, big. One yes. one Teemo is big. Yes. <laughs> uh, here we go. This is this is the stupid part. Wither, because this, this ability needs a buff. Uh, 50%. <laughs> ability. And I was going to look. Can you do me a favor? Look, this, uh, look up these stats because I need to know what the movement speed on Wither is because it does not state it here. But... Okay. Uh, the attack speed slow, fifty percent of movement speed, fifty uh, percent of whatever the slow is. Prior, it was twenty three and a half to forty seven point five percent. Now it is. Oh, it's it, never mind. I'm stupid. I, it's giving me the numbers here. Or no, wait. What the fuck? Yeah, read me. Read me whatever the movement speed slow is. Uh, so tell the, me that right now. So the the max slow was forty seven to ninety five. With an additional slow per second being three to fifteen percent. Okay, so it caps out at ninety five. Yes. Okay, so then you whatever ninety five, and then you take fifty percent of that. Whatever. It, that, that's how. It, so now it's going to be seventy five percent of whatever you know, based on what level you're in. Oh, up. let me read. Let me read it to you in the context of what this says as well. This might make more sense too. So it says uh, Nasus. Ages the target enemy champion for five seconds, slowing them by 35% and crippling them by 75% of that amount, both increasing every second for the duration. So the cripple, obviously, is the attack damage as slow as 35% all the way up to 95%. So I think that's how that, with with the scaling per second there at max rank, your maximum slow would be 95. So I'm assuming, because now it's 75% of movement speed, uh, new attack speed slow values is 35 uh, and a quarter. Now it's going to go all the way up to 70 or to max out at 71 and a quarter slow. That's some bastard already changed it in here. They God already, it. they did. Yeah. It's, it's regardless. That's fucking insane. I wholeheartedly believe you should be maxing this second now. Dude, it's it's so broken. The cripple is so broken. Considering like, sure. The, the E the spirit fire does, I believe it does a uh, percentage of uh, targets armor, right? Like reduces. I think that's what uh, it is. spirit fire does. All right, so it does armor reduction in percentage, um, but right? It does magic damage per tick. So let's see. Yeah. So unleashes the spirit of sight for two and a half seconds after a quarter second delay dealing magic damage. The fire then remains for five seconds, dealing magic damage each second to enemies within and inflicting them with armor reduction, lingering for one second. And it was 25 to 45% armor reduction. Okay, so if you're going against a tank, I should just retract it. So if you're going against a tank, max, max, absolutely max that second. Actually, to be fair, you should probably be putting like three points into that because early as Nasus, I don't think you're going to get very many Q's farms in. I'm just giving a lecture on Nasus farming now. Right, right. <laughs> but if, if you're against... 
Darius, if you're against Fiora, if you're against Jax, you want to be maxing Wither. Bro, they, they literally can't fucking move. Right. When it ramps up to a 95% slow, and it's going to yeah. max out at a 71 and a quarter percent attack speed slow. This is why I was saying this. if this would have hit, just imagine NASA's support. Just what they champions are OP? not going anywhere. What champions are OP? Yeah, like Callista. What you can't? What are you? How are you jumping with a NAS right. slowing you? You're gonna have to press Q to get the fuck out, and then you only have one opportunity to do that, right? Like full on like ability haste NASA's just a- max W NASA's support. <laughs> so like you're just thinking of like, well, what are the champions that are getting played? bot lane i mean Callista is a big one she's getting banned, banned a lot in worlds kaisa is another one um trying to fuck i can't even uh, uh, caitlin Aphili- yeah caitlin um, Aphelios. especially champions like that that don't have escapes like you're just so Aphelios. i will say is one of the few that relies a bit more on his abilities that are attack speed irrelevant um but like draven yeah right you're you can't um, you can't get away Right, it's right. Gross. You have to, and Draven will try, but there's not much he can do there. And even your supports, I mean, you have uh, like Tom, Brom, uh, Nautilus, Leona right now. And if you're playing solo queue, there's still a lot of enchanters. Um, so the enchanters probably be okay, but that just means your your ADC is in trouble. So you don't have any any mitigation there if you're if you're playing enchanter versus something like that. So I really this want, might be a fun one to pick up. I really yeah, <laughs> I want you to try Nasus support when this comes out. All right, that could be fun. Uh, and then finally, uh, Fury of the Sands. His ultimate is getting a buff. Uh, first off, his size when he ults is getting he uh, he's going to increase in size now. So it was thirty. Cho'Gath. <laughs> he was a thirty percent uh, size increase. Now it's going to scale up. It's going from thirty percent to forty percent. So he's going to be a bit of a bit of a bigger Doge. Big pupper. And then of course, with that, the AOE from his uh, ultimate is going to increase based on his size. That makes sense. And then the damage tick is going from every one second to every half second, but it is the overall damage is staying the same. So it's going to tick a little bit faster. Do you think at any point he might gain some relevance? And obviously Divine Sunder is like the best item on him. Uh, do you think at any point he might gain some relevance in building um, Frostfire Gauntlet just out of curiosity, just for the, for the size increase and the ulti so, increase and the additional slow? Like I said earlier, I don't remember. I don't know what else they're changing, but Sunfire items are no longer mythics. Right. So you could build Sunder. Oh, that's true. Yeah. I don't. Yeah, again, both. I'm assuming if it's not going to be a mythic, they're going to get rid of that mythic passive. Right. That's true. That is true. But I mean, it's sure Sunfire item. It's it's he just needs the Sheen item though. Like Sunder. Right. Or, the, yeah. the Sheen. The Sheen is pretty disgusting. Don't get me wrong. Just was curious if if you thought like I How- mean. Just a, a Cho'Gath sized Nasus just running around. That'd be funny. A Cho'Gath, yeah, Cho'Gath sized Nasus that maybe has Essence Reaver, so he doesn't run out of mana. Ooh, crit Nasus, baby. Let's go. Oh, there's a possibility. There's a world. There's, there's a world. There's Campbell's. There's possibility. There's a world that exists. I mean, you could do that now before they change all those. You could run uh, Frostfire with it and see with a with an Essence Reaver. And oh my god! Just out of curiosity, I just would. I would just yeah. I mean. His Q uh, scales on his on his AD, so it's not like it's a terrible thing, right? Um, and then you get mana back, and you get a little bit of crit for it. But like, really, it's just the the mana and the and the the sheen proc that you're going for. Um, 
All right, dude. Susan. Susan could be back on the map. All right, give me the, um, give me the new new. The snoo snoo. Death by snoo snoo. The RAP scaling is increased. Looks like um, Nunu is real, and he can hurt you. Um, Absolute Zero getting an extra 50% of the AP scaling. That's huge. It was previously a 250% AP scaling. It's now 300% AP scaling. I will say the hardest thing about this ability is actually getting it to land at max. That's uh, what I was going to say. This is, I'm assuming this is the max channel. Um. Yeah, I think so. I, I don't know how his ability breaks down, but yeah, I think something like that. So, I, again, that's a thing. Can't wait for <laughs> Arams with AP Nunu's. It's already fucking gross. It's so fucking annoying, dude. He just runs out of the snowball and ints. All right, moving um, on to Rakan. Yep. Passive AP scaling increase. Pass uh, Q AP scaling increase. Oh, okay. You remember? Was it a few years ago when AP Rakan mid was like? Kinda... I that's like when he came out. Kinda in the. Really I know Bjergsen it. was playing it a little bit. It was like, ugh. Yeah. It's uh, just it's all for the for the W. Right. Um. So now the passive shield strength, uh, base is gonna stay the same with thirty to two twenty five, but the AP ratio is getting increased from eighty five percent to ninety five percent. Okay. I feel like that shield sucks anyway. So anything is gonna help. Um, and then the Q damage was 70 to 250 with a 60% AP scaling. It's going to keep the same base, but now the AP ratio is 70%. So, okay. Dude, big rec side changes coming in here. Uh, base attack damage decreased by three. That's just going to slow her down in the jungle. That's all that's for. It's a so. champion I don't play. I should probably play this no, champion. No, this champion, like, I haven't figured out. I've seen some people on ARAMs just fucking pop off of this champion. I haven't figured out how to do that, but I know that she plays a little bit more as like a fighter assassin now. Uh, similar to like a, a Yasuo, I guess, even though I... I mean, I... Maybe maybe similar to an AD version of, of Diana is a better, better comparison. I just I just know... I think you either go Eclipse... It's like Lethality. It's like the same thing as Aatrox. It's, it's just Lethality, yeah. But... Um... Yeah, but she, she has more blow-up potential than Aatrox does. Obviously, Aatrox is more of a, of a bruiser fighter, mm -hmm. and she's more of like a... Um, she has that like slight assassin ability with, yeah, the, with I, the ultimate. I don't like... I got really upset. Side note, I got really upset when they changed her ult. Her old alt was so sick that you could just zoom to wherever her tunnels were. <laughs> right, well, now her new alt just lets her just avoid damage. It's bullshit. Also, another side side note... Something that's always bothered me is I believe okay her ulti is, uh let me see what's what's her ulti called, Rexai alt name I don't remember what it's called it's void okay her ulti's name is Void Rush. Kha'Zix is ulti is Void Assault. Tell me they should not be reversed. <laughs> it's true. So because it made sense when Rexai's old alt where she zoomed it's Rush, Void Rush right. zoom. Right. Kha'Zix is ulti, makes him go invisible, and gives him movement speed. Why is that not called Void Rush? Why don't you swap it? Void Assault... Rek'Sai fucking assaults you out of the ground like a flying she fish. She does. She does. Riot. She's, uh, she's an asshole. Just Riot gets your skill names switch right. switch the fucking names. <laughs> You'll sell more skins. All right. Uh, Next up is Rise. Here we go. Oh man, it's gonna be broken. <laughs> QAP ratio increased, WAP ratio increased. Let's go. Um, they're only it looks like so on the Q uh, base is gonna stay the same, but the AP ratio is going up by 
5%. Uh, and then the W, uh, same thing. Base is staying uh, the same. And then the AP ratio is going up by 10, 60 to 70. Again, we always say this, this is the champion that's very scary when they touch because he's going to be all over fucking, especially pro meta. And he's very, very strong. I just want to make a quick side note um, for those of you, and we'll do an episode on this later, but uh, the relevance of this is that Rod of Ages is coming back as a mythic Ooh, item. Yeah, we'll talk about that on Friday, baby. Rod so of Ages. bear this in mind, Return guys. of the bear King, Bear these baby. rise changes in mind because uh, this could get out of hand very fucking quickly. Jeez, <laughs> um, Shivana with some massive changes. Um Okay, so Shivana's WAOE AD scaling increased. Bonus on hit damage AD scaling increased. The E% percent health damage on auto attacks decreased. The E AD scaling is increased and the AP scaling is increased. And the R AP ratio is also increased. So let's see what they have to say about this. Um, right now, Shivana's best builds are her tank ones. Despite that one time, we all got one shot by Shivana E on ARAM. We're giving her some more AD and AP scaling in place of base damage to help out her alternative and exciting build paths so interesting uh burnout magic damage why did i say it weirdly magic damage per tick um the bases are gonna stay the same but it was a 10 percent bonus ad ratio it's now gonna be a 15 percent bonus ad ratio and the bonus on hit damage uh again the bases for that are gonna stay the same with a five percent bonus ad ratio it's now gonna be seven and a half percent bonus ad ratio so it's just a slight Notch to try to get you to build different items, maybe flex a little bit out of tank into more fighter style like she should be. Or bruiser style, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, the E, Flame Breath, <coughs> excuse me, the auto attacks against marked enemies damage was 3.75% of the target's max health. It's dropping to 3.5%. Uh, so just a quarter percent. It's not a huge difference. I think that's kind of lame. Um, the damage... Uh, it's going to keep the same base, so it was 60 to 220 with a 30% AD ratio and a 70% AP ratio. They're going to bump those ratios to 40% AD and 90% AP ratio, so expect more Nashor's Tooth um, Shivana. And the Dragon Form extra damage, she would get additional 100 to 160 based on level, plus 30% AD and 30% AP ratios. She's now going to get 75 to 135 based on level with 30% uh, AP and AD ratios. So this is in addition to the E base damage, by the way. Um, and then the Dragon's Descent, the magic damage uh, when you cast your R, which I always forget actually does damage. Uh, many people just cast it just to change form because that's the relevance of the ability, right? Uh, it's going to get an extra 30% on the AP ratio. So it had a 100% AP ratio. It's not going to be 130%. So um, I guess they're trying to go for some more build diversity. Is, is all I can see here. It's like you either flex into building. You could stay building tank and still do fine. Or you flex into building just raw AP. And you blow people up, but you lose out on your, on your uh, tankiness. Obviously, this champion is a very prolific demonic embrace user mm-hmm. so i don't expect that to change only to get worse just i'm waiting on the rework i hope she's after skarner please yeah i you know i i used to complain about her magic damage but i guess it makes sense that she's a fucking dragon lady yeah. like dragons don't do physical damage right 
they they are magical creatures so like the magic damage works kind of like what they were trying to say about malphite being a magical rock but like it thematically fits better with shivana than malphite so there we are uh tell me about sona q damage q base damage increased power cord e slow increased okay so base damage of her q was 40 to 160 now it is 50 to 170 and then the e slow was 40 percent plus four percent per 100 ap now it is 50 percent plus four percent per 100 ap so a small buff uh it's pretty gross uh i think it's i mean just uh, listen every time they just buff enchanters like just damage it's not look at how yumi is in worlds right now yes. Yes. everyone's rushing luden's echo they're getting nuked by her fucking q yep. just go full damage sona baby let's do it yep <laughs> okay uh, tom kench qap ratio increased wap ratio increased um ap tom kench has never really ha, excuse me has never really been a thing until now maybe um Wow, okay, so magic damage on the Q. Uh, there's a lot here, so I'm not going to go over all of it. It gets confusing. He's getting an extra 20% AP ratio on his Q. Um, and the Abyssal Dive is getting 25% extra AP ratio. So you can make use of, once again, another champion that can make use of Nasher's Tooth. How fucking stupid. Especially this champion who wants to auto-attack you just that much faster uh, can make use of that. And also Demonic Embrace. I was so. going to say, yeah, like... Just Here's another one. Sunfire item, demonic embrace, Nasher's tooth. Just gonna lick your butthole all fucking night. Yep. And the question is, can he compete with Aatrox? Probably not. Right. That's the broken part. So who knows? You're not gonna build that in the bot lane. That's for sure. All right. Uh, Twitch. Um, AP yep. Twitch. All right. Here we go. Passive. The AP ratio is only going up by 0.5 from 2.5 to three, but that's per stack. So, uh, Matt, how many stacks? Uh, five, six stacks? Yeah, I think so. So, six. So, 18. I don't know. I don't think the math works out that way, but you know what I mean. Uh, yep. And then the E contaminate, the magic damage per stack base is staying the same. Uh, also, getting a, only a slight buff in the AP ratio. So, the AP ratio was 33%. Now it is 35. Um, I will tell you, it does work out that way. It is 18%. So, okay. Where, so, if someone. going with it. That's, yep. I mean, I looked it up just to make sure <laughs> that's pretty gross, that's pretty gross, pretty fucking gross. Uh, new deer awakened Q will now deal a minimum amount of damage to minions. W on hit heal against minions increased R damage to minions increased early and decreased late. So they're trying to get you to build uh, Q max. Um, okay. So Q Wilding Claw. Minions beware. Awakened Wilding Claw will now deal a minimum of 40 to 160 damage to minions based on current level per strike of lightning. Uh, w Iron Mantle. Uh, it did give a 50% heal reduction. It's going to drop to a 40% heal reduction against minions. That's the on-hit heal against minions. Sorry, I should make that clear. And the R Wingborn Storm. Damage to minions was 40 to 85% levels 1 through 16. It's now 50 to 80% levels 1 through 16. So better for clearing early, worse late against minions. But I think that is less relevant late. So uh, tell me about our favorite fucking item in the game. Yeah, right here now. we go. So Eclipse is just all over the place. Uh, I mean, I was seeing people on with build it on Hecarim. It's getting absolutely played uh, every fucking game with Aatrox. 
And it's like, I've just been thinking, I'm like, is it, is it better than Gore Drinker? And apparently it is just because of the Omnivamp, the raw damage and the shield. It gives you movement speed too, right? When you hit that two proc to get the shield. Yeah. So you get hasted so. a little bit. It's fucking, yep. it's so overloaded. So it really is. Uh, they are buffing the bonus AD or the bonus attack damage by five from 55. Is bonus? Is that the right term? Wouldn't it, shouldn't it just say attack damage? Does it always say bonus when they're doing items? Um, I mean, technically it is bonus AD, but it's like I've yeah, always. I, guess, yeah, I don't know. I've yeah. only ever read yeah. bonus AD when it's on a champion. Right. Well, maybe it's make, trying to make it clear. Maybe it sure. could be for clarity that they end up changing it all to say bonus AD. Okay, so the AD That's is fair. getting increased by 5 from 55 to 60, but the lethality is dropping by 6 from 18 to 12. Um, another one I was thinking of is, is Draven's been using this uh, item. Just really going yeah. Draven. I mean, any fucking champion. We were talking about it in the Discord, guys. Um, there is a open thread that will be open for about a week until it disappears. Um, if you guys have anything to weigh in on Eclipse... Uh, I'm not going to put that as a question episode or poll. Refer to the Discord. It's in there. We're actually having an active discussion about what we think the item should be good for, what it is good for, what it's not going to be good for. Check it out. It's in there for you guys to access. The Discord link should be in the episode. Also in our link tree on Twitter and Instagram and YouTube as well. Check it out. Seriously. Uh, chime in if you have any any ideas or you want to respond to anybody. It's It's there. So that's um, it for the system, and that was the only item change. The only item change, I just want to uh, go over the Janna because she's been one of my top played other than Renata this uh, split, or this uh, season. Uh, she's getting VFX updates, guys. She's getting stuff everywhere. A new visual indicator that Janna's Q will show allies which direction it's going to go. That's fucking nice, because people still have had to guess uh, if you're playing with a Janna. The base Janna is getting a complete overhaul. So is Tempest, Hextech, Frost Queen, Victorious, and Forecast. All getting complete overhauls for the VFX, so that's pretty cool. Um, Fanatic Janna is going to be a complete overhaul, but with a custom W. Star Guardian Janna is going to get an impact effect to the Q Tornado. and er, To Q and Tornado's small update, new healing VFX on the ulti. Same with Sacred Sword. Same with Bewitching. Same with Guardian of the Sands. Uh, Battle Queen, Crystal Rose, Cyber Halo, and Prestige Cyber Halo. They're, they're adding the impact effect to the Q and the healing VFX on the ulti. Cool. So that's pretty cool. Um, the new event pass, I don't want to dive into because it looks like it's basically the same. Can I? Uh, I'll send you, click that. I just sent you. Sorry for the bad image. It's low quality. Right. But I, I have, have it on screen. This. So yeah, it's yes. going to look like the TFT pass. Yep. Which looks like the uh, actually, you know what? It looks more like the masterwork chest pass sure. thing. Okay, that's about yeah, yeah. Um, I'm nervous because this is putting a new fucking little hub shit on the on client. The client. <laughs> um, you know what though? It might be better than just having it in the little missions area though. So that's the missions are still going to be there, right? They're just going to give you like oh, completing instead of like milestone one giving you a thousand orange essence, it's going to be like. Oh, this gives you a hundred battle or battle pass points. Points, right? Um, yeah, which is fine. So is fine. I like this. It's a little bit easier to track shit. So that's right. That's fine. And it's easier to see what's coming up. Like in the in the current state, you can't see how it, you know what's coming up, what your next rewards are. So right. Uh, yeah, we don't really need to go over that. You guys can look into that. Um, 
Bug fixes, my favorite one. When using collector as gin, the execute damage displayed will now be four 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 instead of the nine 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 nine. That's awesome. That's awesome. Fucking love it. That's fucking super cool. Um, let's see. Just a bunch of challenge changes or bug fixes. Yeah, I don't care. Yeah, there's a lot of those. Um, and then obviously the skins and chromas. So skins coming out are the spirit blossoms, and there's some actually cool chromas. I don't know where they got this partnership with Tiffany and Co, but that's a pretty big fucking oh the crystal rose yeah that's a luxury jewelry line that's like partnering with gucci or or or, uh um louis v or whatever you know what i mean Mm. like that's pretty crazy so you got crystal rose auction swain and zyra that are getting their tiffany and co um chromas and they look pretty fucking sick if you look at the i really like the swain one because he's got the uh looks like an olive branch almost coming down the side of this jacket um even though they're like it's not a big change on any of these. So don't like be like, Oh, well these aren't super like, they're just subtle changes in the colors, but I think they look a little bit better than just the standard base skin. Cause the standard base skin is very white. This just adds a little bit of that Tiffany blue. And some of them already have it. Like auction has that accent, but what they did is they said, fuck the accent. Let's make it the base. And we'll accent with the white as it always should have been. So other than that, I got nothing else. Yeah. That's you guys it. stuck around long enough. Uh, and listen to us ramble about dumb shit like uh, Nasher's Tooth on every fucking champion. So, Yeah, that's going to be it, guys. Thank like you. I said, um, Friday's episode is not going to be champion review. It's going to be us going over their little blurb of preseason. So some good stuff in there. As always... Dude, there's a lot of preseason stuff coming out. And I really want to know if you guys are looking forward to preseason. So please, on the poll, are you really looking forward to preseason? Because there are plenty of times where I don't look forward to preseason because it gets it, the game becomes a fuck fest. Um, but I think I am looking forward to it. I think we're we're due. We didn't have any real big changes this year other than the dragons, so mm-hmm. uh, we're gonna get a big shakeup uh, this coming season. I think so. I'm looking forward to it. I want to know what you guys are thinking about that, and uh, I I am curious to to hear your guys' thoughts on Blitzcrank and, and NASA. So um, you can either post in the question area or you can open a discussion on our discord channel which seems to have some good fucking discussions lately last few weeks discussion has been popping off in here so if you're not in the discord get in here we're waiting for you (laughs) guys the link to that is in the description as well as our youtube uh, spotify everything wherever you're listening to right now it's pretty much in there um like rate review comment do all that stuff, guys. We love it. Everything like that helps. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, share to a friend and have that friend share to a friend and have that friend share to a friend because that's how we grow and that's how we become more relevant and that's how we get better production. <laughs> so please, so give, us, give us a hand if you like us. Until then, guys, we will see you on Friday and enjoy your week. Later, y'all. Uh, I don't know. Do, 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 do. I, I called a, it's just a Billy Hayes, but they are called... Accelerando. Yeah, Accelerando. Cool. All right, they had to think of a good musical term to add to that. <laughs> so yeah, let's just go through it and we'll we'll talk about it and yeah. um, we'll see what we got. So her passive power cord, 
Uh, innate. Accelerando jo Sonas generates a stack of Accelerando each time she hits an enemy champion with Him of Valor, and each time she mitigates sufficient damage or heals damage allies with Aria of Perseverance, stacking up to 120 times. At maximum stacks, she reduces the current cooldown of Crescendo by one and a half seconds each time. So every time you hit a champion with a Q or heal your allies with W, it lowers that cooldown. Uh, and then Accelerando for each stack. Um, Sona gains half a basic ability haste, up to 60 at maximum stacks. Okay. Uh, in, innate Melody, whenever Sona casts a basic ability, her other abilities uh, incur a half-second global cooldown, and she generates a unique aura for three seconds that empowers herself and nearby allies, allied champions. Um, innate Power Cord, Sona's basic abilities generate a stack of Power Cords Stacking up to three times. At three stacks, her next next basic attack is empowered to consume them all to have an uncancelable windup. Deal 20 to 240 base on level plus 20% AP bonus magic damage and apply an additional effect based on the last basic ability she casted. So, him of Valor, if this is the last stack. Uh, Stracato, Staccato, um deals 28 to 336 base on level plus 28% AP modified magic damage. Okay. Uh, Aria of Perseverance, uh, Diminuendo. Diminuendo. Diminuendo, whatever. Uh, <laughs> reduces the target size by 8% and damage dealt by 25% plus 4% per 100 AP. I didn't, for three seconds. I did not know it lowered their size. I didn't know that either. I knew it, it, it was like a mini exhaust. Right. But interesting. And then uh, Song of Celerity, uh, Tempo slows the target by 50% plus 4% per 100 AP for two seconds, capped at a maximum of 99% slow. Uh, gaining... <laughs> go ahead. Sorry, go ahead. Say, no, finish it. Say, I don't know how <laughs> you're ever going to build enough to get 99% slow because uh, if you're only getting 4% per 100 AP and you're at 50, you would have to have 5,000 AP to be close to that point, you know? Five thousand, really? Uh, Wouldn't it be so? Let's see. If he had a thousand AP, yeah, I guess you would need a lot. You would need a fuck ton, dude. I think so. Thousand ten. Well, so if he had a thousand, I might that'd be, be ten. That wrong. So that's forty percent, right? If he had a thousand, that'd be four per one hundred. That's so ninety. Okay, 40. yeah. So even getting a thousand AP is damn near impossible on any like, champion that's not scaling it automatically like Vagar. <laughs> you'd yeah, you'd need like fifteen. You'd have to go like you have to build all Rabadons. With, with fucking um, Gathering Storm. I, I was... <laughs> yeah, that's, all, like, that's just not going to fucking happen. I feel like if... if I, I understand why they can't make it 100% slow because it sure. would be a fucking stun. But like, I feel like if you got that much AP, you should be you're able one, to just stun. <laughs> you're one-shotting people anyways. <laughs> right. I mean, um, think so about he... that much AP with a 28% AP ratio for just the Hymn of Valor. Like, you're, you're one-shotting fools. Yeah, right. <laughs> um so this, one thing i will say and, and even before they inc included the um accelerando stacks this was a very long passive for a champion that came out in 2010 right i feel like this might be the longest i think so because it's pretty uh, much the same it hasn't really ever changed you know right um and i mean it her whole kit is I'd, I'd say it's pretty unique it just is because you you know you want to whenever if I ever play Sona, aka when I'm playing an Aram, I don't really like 
strategize, uh, strategize how I'm going to work her passive in. I'm like, okay, Q W or Q E W. Okay. My, my W is the empowered one next. So I'm just going to do that. I'm not like, cause obviously the Q is like an enhanced auto attack, right? So if right. you have like Lich Bane, that thing's going to hit like a truck. Right. And then the damage reduction and then the slow. I don't really process it like that. So I guess if you're a good Sona player, you could probably be able to like, I guess, it, I mean, it, there's comparisons to Seraphine where they all have like three stacked passives and right. then the third does something similar, but huh. there's a lot of comparisons to Seraphine just based on the, the kit in general. I mean, the, the Q does extra damage uh, when empowered Seraphine's empowered Q does extra damage. The W has a heal and, and this one has damage reduction. Hers has an AOE heal for everybody. Uh, plus the shield and then the empowered E on this one deals with movement speed and slowing and Seraphine's stuns and even the fucking ulti is a weird, very weird um, champion to make Seraphine. But this is about Sona, not Seraphine, so I don't want to go too far down that uh, rabbit hole. But um, I will say when I play Sona and I don't really play her support, she's... She's definitely an entry-level champion. She has a very easy skill cap. Um, but I think that she can do more if you really know how to work with that power cord. Um, when I play Sona, depending on what I'm facing in lane, typically when you're in lane, you're trying to, to use that Q-pop. Mm -hmm. The the uh, Song of Celerity slow is, is a two-second slow by 50%. It's not crazy strong. But the, the Q-pop, especially early, does a lot of fucking damage. And you kind of get to bully people out of the lane. Um, and then obviously as the as the game goes on, you more transition into being a, an E and W user. You're not really a damage dealer. So um, it does have... Each one has their, their merits. And I think each one is usable in any situation. And a good player can make use of them. And we'll know when, when one is better than the other. So also feel like Sona... Yeah, like... Sona does like a surprisingly high amount of damage. Right. Um I I think I would consider her like a hyper carry, especially if you're going like sure you can build like Moonstone. I actually as far as pro play goes, I feel like everyone is just building um whatchamacallit, what's the movement speed one? Yeah, sure really is. Everyone is building that. Yeah. That's like yeah, Moonstone is like a thing of the past. But how much how much does uh Shirelius give AP wise? I think it's similar to Moonstone. Like 40 or something? Yeah, I don't think it's a whole lot. It's not a lot, but... It gives you uh, health, let's... I think, though, is the... No, Moonstone oh, gives yeah. health, too. It doesn't give any um, AP. Oh, there you go. Interesting. I think it gives cooldown reduction. That's probably the other reason. 10, 300 health, 100, uh, 100 base health regen, and 100 base mana regen. There you go. Um, that's and worth it. <laughs> plus 10% heal and shield. Yeah, I just... I mean... How much does Ardent give? Ardent gives sixty. I mean, you, you could probably if you're going full support, you might be able to tip two hundred AP. Right. Um. But yeah, if if you go full AP, I mean, remember, um, when like in LCS and, and pro play when when Senna Senna no it was was it Sona Tom Kench? Yeah, Sona TK. Senna? Yeah. Well, it was also so it was like, Senna Tom Kench too. Oh no, it was Sona Tarek. That's what it was. Sona Tarek. Yeah, the double. He there you go. It was the double heal. Yeah. Bot yeah, it's fucking so it's disgusting. Like, yeah. It's gross. <laughs> All right. Uh, let's move down to the W, Aria of Perseverance. Um, 
active, Sona heals herself and sends out a tone to heal the most wounded allied champion nearby. Uh, Q? We gotta do the Q? Oh, shit, I'm sorry. We did <laughs> okay. pass it first. Like... Sorry, Q. Let me back it up here. Uh, Him of Valor. Uh, active, Sona sends out bolts of sound to the two nearest visible enemies, prioritizing champions. Each bolt deals magic damage and grants sight of the area around the target for one second. Sona gains a stack of Accelerando for each bolt that hits an enemy champion. The Melody Bonus. Sona and tagged allied champions deal bonus magic damage on their next basic attack within five seconds. So she gets the little aura. That's like her big thing is every time she casts an ability, she gets a circle around her. And just by running near a champion or a champion being near you in that circle, they get empowered things. Um, on this one, they get uh, bonus magic damage, which does 10 to 30 with a 20% AP ratio. And that's Sona's basic attack and any champion that that grabs that um, aura, aura. Yeah. For, for five seconds. And I think you can reset it, too. I think you can use it and then get it again and use it again. Um, the magic damage on the ability itself is 50 to 170, which is rather low. But you get a 40% AP ratio. And like I said earlier, for a champion that doesn't scale super hard in damage, in my opinion, um, I think her, her skills kind of round out to different ways. This is still a really, really, really good early level ability all the way up to about level 11 when I think she uh, has a lot of power. I think I think just the... So, let's see. So, when it's, what's it, when it's empowered, it does a 28... 28 to 336 based on level. Yeah, that's so levels 1 to So, it's, that's very high. I think that's high. And then plus the auto... like. It's so weird that she, she's kind of like based around auto. Even though she's a spellcaster, you gotta like land that auto attack yeah. to get. And I mean, again, if you have a lich bane, yep, that auto attack twenty to uh, two hundred forty base on level plus twenty percent AP plus the lich bane proc, that thing fucking hits um, for sure. For sure, she definitely scales well with with the spell sword items. So. Uh, or spell yeah, spell blade, I guess they call it. it used to be spell sword. I think it's spell blade now. <laughs> uh, is there any details? The site is granted off the target. Okay, the empowered attack will trigger, but not consumed against wards. Okay. Yeah, and same thing with towers as really well. Matter. When you when you use that empowered attack, it doesn't trigger against towers. Okay. All right. Moving on to Aria of Perseverance. Active Sona heals herself and sends out a tone to heal the most wounded ally champion nearby. Had no idea it worked like that. Yes. Uh, Melody, bonus, Sona, and tagged allied champions are granted a shield for one and a half seconds. Yep. And then Sona gains a stack of Accelerando whenever she heals a wounded ally or shields a minimum amount of damage for an ally with Aria of Perseverance. So the heal is 30 to 90 plus 15% AP. Shield strength is 25 to 105 with 25% AP. And then the minimum damage that needs to be mitigated to get the stack is 25 to 105. That's now, good. do you, do we, I guess it depends, but are you, are you maxing W first? Um, I usually, I think I max Q because it's such a good early ability. And then you max W. Um, the heal is kind of small, even at max rank. So I don't think maxing W first does uh, enough for you. Um, especially because you only get a 15% AP ratio and even the shield, you have to be right next to the other person to, to get the shield popping off where also the Q helps you get your stacks faster too. 
So I think I think uh, Maxi McHugh, even if I mean I think all of her skills have static cooldowns. Yeah, they don't they don't skill cooldown, so you're not you're not getting any cooldown bonus by maxing W first or anything like that. So I think um, I think the Q max is just a little bit better for for early game than the W becomes a a better skill late as you start team fighting and you give multiple people the shield. Um, one of the things I didn't note that I I forgot and I wanted to mention is like Sona's abilities. You don't target them except for her ulti. Like yeah. they do what they do. <laughs> um, and when I first played Sona, I could not understand. I'm like, I don't understand why I don't get to like, why is my spell going this way? Why don't I get to use it on this person? Uh, I didn't realize like, you don't get to target or cast any of them. They're all auto targeted, which is what makes her a really uh, simple, basic, easy champion for beginners to learn. But um, mm-hmm. I don't think there's anything. I know that it says if no one is injured, Arya of Perseverance will target the closest allied champion. Um, and it will follow an ally in stealth, but will not reveal them. So that is important to note as well. That's really nice. Because when you see it, it looks like it's revealing them. So, mm-hmm. um, All right. And I think that's it for the W. Let's see anything else. Mm-mm. Go ahead. All right, we're down to the E Song of Celerity, and this is probably the often most underused ability that she has. Um, active, Sona gains 20%, plus 2% per 100 AP, bonus movement speed for 7 seconds. If she takes damage during this time, the duration ends prematurely once, or if 3 seconds have... That doesn't even make sense. The duration ends prematurely once, or if 3 seconds have elapsed. Okay. I think that once isn't supposed to be there. I think it's just supposed to say the duration ends prematurely or it ends if three seconds have elapsed. That's a really fucking weird sentence. Okay. Um, the melody bonus. Tagged allied champions gain bonus movement speed for three seconds. Um, they gain 10 to 14% plus 2% per 100 AP. So um, they so won't run as fast it, as Sona. Well, they won't get as much bonus. But does it? So does that stack on top of the base? Well, the base only applies to Sona. Oh, right. Okay. Got it. So, Sona gets 20% plus 2% for 100 AP, and then everyone else gets 10 to 14. Um, the thing to note on this ability is the slow. Uh, so, you can use it to get a slow. That's her only other CC ability. Um, oh, here. It tells you right here. To achieve a 99% slow with the empowered attack via power cord, it require at least 1475 AP. I don't even know. Like you would, I think you have to have six or uh, uh, death caps and gathering storm or something. Yeah, cause... yeah. So, hey, happening. But all right, that, I don't know if you have anything else to add to that. So okay, wait, wait. Go back. So the I maybe it's just because the weird the way it's written. I'm just confused because like so the active says Sona gains, and that so that does not distribute so okay so she gets more movement speed than her allies but i think she moves slower than everybody else i think her her base movement speed is pretty fucking slow yeah her base movement speed is 325 and then she's probably building cooldown boots which don't give a whole lot of move speed either so is that well how long how much are ionians like 60 no like 40 uh ionian boots because she's let's see so she's getting they gave you 45 uh, move speed. So 45, and she's, so that's 370. And then that's 20% of that, so 10, would be like another 60. 
Yeah, yeah. okay. But I guess it lasts longer too, so it's seven seconds instead of three seconds. Though. Right, right. Everybody else gets theirs for for lower. Okay. So it evens out where it makes sense. Uh, and then finally, crescendo. Sona strikes an irresistible cord in the target direction that deals magic damage to enemies hit and stuns them for one and a half seconds, and then damages one fifty to three fifty with a fifty percent AP ratio. Um, let's see. The ability will cast from wherever the cast. Okay. Uh, best part about this is it forces the targets to dance. It's so good. It's so good. <laughs> the, uh, and then of course, have we said with the passive, whenever you use it, and then when you fully stack to 120 stacks using your Q or W will, uh, lower the cooldown one and a half seconds each time. So usually it's up pretty quickly as long as you're, it's really good in ARAM. Um, and right. then, um, it's the a game breaking ulti for sure game breaking like like you could totally get into the team fight and if, she, if she's able to get the angle and get three people in that ulti you should win that team fight you should, you know, yeah i feel it, like uh it's, it's pretty powerful one and, one and a half seconds i guess is long it feels it's not as long as a morgana q for sure but no, no. the fact that it's an aoe stun is pretty gross and it's um, gotta it's gotta i mean yeah, 280 width. It's pretty. It's a pretty wide ability. I mean, you have a lot of room to to hit people with. It's very quick too. It is very. It's a very quick missile speed. <laughs> uh, the other thing I want to note before they added that passive in, um, her her ulti used to have a passive where as you ranked it up, her she got uh her abilities got ability haze. That's yes, what it used to be. Yeah, and before that, when she was uh, out a long time ago, her ulti had a passive that um, ranking it up actually gave extra bonuses to the um, to her other basic abilities. Why isn't that on here? Uh, scroll all the way down to the patch history. Mm. All the way down to the bottom. It just says, uh, new passive, and this was patch uh, 413. So like, kind of right when we started. Uh, it said crescendo ranking up increases the strength of Sona's auras and Song of Celerity's self bonus movement speed, and you would get some extra bonuses there. One thing I do want to note in Song of Celerity, I actually understand what the sentence means now. I had to reread it a couple times to get it. Um, so it reads: If she takes damage during this time, the duration ends prematurely. It's saying once or if three seconds have elapsed. So if three seconds haven't elapsed. She, it doesn't end prematurely. So, uh, it'll it'll end at three seconds if you take damage. At, like, right when you cast it, you take damage. You lose your movement speed at three seconds. Or if you're past three seconds of it having been cast, if you take damage, you lose your movement speed. So, I just wanted to drop that correction because I was fucking confused a minute ago. <laughs> Alright. Best Sona skin. I, I feel like the obvious answer is DJ. Yeah. But, like, that's kind of an unfair choice. Just because, uh, realistically, that should be her fucking base skin. But it's kind of an unfair choice because it's the ultimate skin and, like, why wouldn't you use it, you know? So if I had to pick, like, a, a backup one. um, Man, Arcade I, was really good. I used to really like that. It's like the, the poor man's DJ Sona. <laughs> I really like the OG Pentakill. The OG Pentakill's good. I like that one better than Pentakill 2. Or, or Pentacle Lost Chapter, excuse me. Um, 
I do like Odyssey. I think she looks really cool as the Odyssey one too. So I still think best skin's probably DJ Sona. <laughs> yeah, DJ Sona's for sure. Muse is cool. It just reminds me of like a, a Greek goddess. So that, that's kind of cool. But like, I mean, it's whatever. <laughs> cool. All right. So that that is it for Sona. So we got Misfortune coming up next, and I think ChatGPT has uh, something in store for us. Yeah, let's see. Here we go. Misfortune is a marksman champion in League of Legends who excels at dealing sustained physical damage to enemy champions from a safe distance. Her playstyle is often described as a combination of both a lane bully and teamfight carry, as she is able to dominate her opponents in the early stages of the game and scale well into the late game. Okay, I can agree with that. Okay. Uh, in the laning phase, Misfortune relies heavily on her strong poke and trading potential. She can use her Q ability double up to hit an enemy champion and then bounce her shot to hit a second target behind them, dealing significant damage to both. Her W ability, Strut, gives her increased movement speed, allowing her to dodge skill shots and chase down opponents who try to escape. In team fights, Misfortune ultimate ability bullet time is her main source of damage. She channels for a few seconds and fires a barrage of bullets in a cone in front of her, dealing massive damage to all enemies caught in the area. She can also use her E ability and make it rain to slow enemies and zone them away from her team's backline. Overall, Misfortune's playstyle revolves around using her range and mobility to poke down enemies and then following up with her ultimate to deal massive damage in teamfights. She's a strong pick in both solo queue and competitive play, and her versatility makes her a valuable addition to any team composition. All right, pretty good. Yeah, pretty it's good. not bad at all. Again, not there's no champion that hasn't had too many changes. More than Sona, and I think the the less changes that there are, the more accurate chat GPT is going to be. <laughs> It's probably be, fair because it's it's gonna get confused with with the uh, eight abilities or even possibly ten if you include the passive versus just five. So, but okay, right, so let's let's check it out. So we'll go back to her previous version of Strut, which yeah. I think is her W now, right? No, it is her W now. Yes. Cool. Okay, so her previous passive used to be called Strut. Um, and it reads, Misfortune gains 25% bonus movement speed if she has not taken damage in the last 5 seconds, excluding damage over time, increasing by each second up to a maximum of 70% or 70 bonus movement speed. So she quick. Um, and then yeah. her current passive... She runs pretty quick in those heels, too, I gotta say. Yeah. Seriously. <laughs> um, uh, current passive is Love Tap. Misfortune's basic attacks are empowered to apply a mark that expires upon attacking a new enemy. If the enemy was unmarked, this also deals 50 to 100% based on level 80. Bonus physical damage have to 25 to 50% based on level 80 against minions. So, yeah, if you're playing Misfortune, you always want to be like selecting a new target whenever right. you're trying to, if, if it's possible at least. Like, when you're Especially if you're like taking a turret and they have a minion wave under the turret, you just want to keep sw one one. swapping. Yeah, exactly. So you're getting this, the maximum amount of damage. Uh, obviously, it's going to be a little different when you're, if there's no minions around or anything and you just have to keep hitting the same target. Right. Um, but it's a, it's a weird mechanic, in my opinion, for uh, an ADC to have. Because typically, an ADC, you kind of want to focus on one thing, right? Uh, to deal massive damage and so they said with misfortune let's uh 
let's force her to focus on multiple things at once, right? Or multiple enemies at once to deal the most damage. Um, and it gets hard to manage when, especially later in the game, when A, she's squishy and prone to being blown the fuck up, and B, trying to navigate a team fight and hit what's in front of her so she doesn't die to try to scare someone off or whatever. It, it definitely gets difficult to manage, but um, if you can do it, I mean, she's even stronger than she already is uh, base-wise. Alrighty, let me move on to her queue. Alright, the queue I don't think has really changed too much. Uh, her original queue, called Double Up. Uh, active Misfortune fires a shot at the target enemy, which then bounces to hit another unit behind it, dealing physical damage to the primary target, and increased physical damage to the secondary one. Also applies on hit effects to both. Double Up's second shot prioritizes units directly behind the primary target, especially enemy champions affected by impure shots, for old W. If the primary target is killed on the second hit, it critically strikes for 150% base critical strike damage. Uh, so your primary target physical damage was 20 to 80 plus 85% AD and 35% AP, uh, meaning your secondary target physical damage was 40 to 160 with 100% AD and a 50% AP ratio. So that's kind of her her um, bread and butter skill there. You know, you clear a wave or try to poke somebody through a minion by by pelting a minion and letting it bounce and deal more damage to the secondary target. Her current Q is still called Double Up and is still basically the same damn skill with the same damn uh, damage ratios. Slightly different though. So active, Misfortune fires a shot at the enemy that deals physical damage, which then bounces to hit another enemy behind them. This applies on attack effects to the first enemy hit and on hit effects to both enemies hit. Double Up's bounce is affected by critical strike modifiers. If Double Up, double up kills the primary target, the bounce will crit. The bounce prioritizes units directly behind the primary target. A target does not have to be visible to be hit by the bounce. I did not know that. This, uh, I know ahead. you, I, I've played so many times. This ability, early game too, this ability fucking hits hard. Yeah, if like she, a truck if you kill a minion. If, yeah, exactly. <laughs> that bounce is devastating. It fucking hurts. It's not as bad if you don't kill a minion, but really if you kill a minion, it fucking, it, it's strong. It's strong. And this, like, think, like, because the skill is basically the same. You think back in the day, like, um, when you had a lot of people would run, like, that 1% crit chance. Uh, oh, if you got that 1% crit. Yeah. And, and if it actually hit without killing a minion, like, oh, God. So that was always a, a fun one. <laughs> um, it currently does 20 to 120 physical damage base with 100% AD ratio and a 35% AP ratio, so... It does do damage. All right. Oh, the other thing to note, too, is it does have an angle. It's it's kind of weird. So there's like a... Sometimes you'd be like, I'm not behind that thing. You're like, I'm over here. But it has like a sweeping angle. So it says here, the bounce follows a priority order on targets behind in a certain angle. So at 500 units in 20 degrees. So that's like almost directly behind, like a slight, maybe like, you know... It's called a ricochet is really what the, the second hit is called. It's called the ricochet. So 20 degrees is a, is a slight ricochet, right? It's just like a redirection. Um, and then at 500 units at 40 degrees, if there's nothing in that 20 degree uh, area, so 40 degrees is a lot more of a diagonal angle. 
And then it's 500 units at 110 degree angle. So that's a much wider angle. That's again, if there's nothing in the 20 or 40 degree range. And then the last priority is 150 units with a 160 degree angle. So that's almost adjacent to it. If you're that damn close to the minion, it's going to ricochet and hit you anyways. <laughs> so just something to note on that. All right, moving on to her old W, Impure Shots. Passive, Misfortunes, Basic Attacks, deal 6% AD bonus magic damage, stacking up to 5 to 8 based on bullet times rank. Times per target for a maximum of 30 to 48 based on stacks, percent 80 bonus physical damage. Active, Misfortune gains bonus attack speed for 6 seconds and brings Strut to full power. And the bonus attack speed she got was 20 to 60. So it's kind of, it literally, it feels like they swapped the W and the passive. Mm. <laughs> right. Kind of weird, but okay. And then the her current W, Strut. Passive Misfortune gains 25% bonus movement speed after 5 seconds without taking non-persistent damage. Sorry if I said percent. I mean 20% bonus moves. He's just flat. Uh, persistent damage. This bonus is increased after another 5 seconds and is granted instantly whenever Strut is cast or upon respawning. Active Misfortune gains bonus attack speed for 4 seconds. Marking a new target with Love Tap reduces Strut's cooldown, current cooldown by 2 seconds. Big. So that's, again, you, that's why yeah. you want to be alternating your auto attacks. Right. Uh, so the uh, increased bonus movement speed is 55 to 95, and then the bonus attack speed is 40 to 100. So it got it got buffed when they, oh, when they sure. changed this over. It 95 movement speed is fucking nuts. Right. And then 100% uh, attacks. You're going to be maxing in a second. So. Yeah, I like, to, I like to hit this when I'm going up and trying to get some plates early on, and you just pop it for the extra attack speed. Uh, it's pretty fucking noticeable that early. <laughs> Later, when she has more uh, attack speed with from her items, that's not quite as noticeable. But like early on, like you, you hit that thing and you're wailing on a tower. It's it's extremely helpful. Also, just the 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 like rank one, like you have fifty five extra movement speed. So right. like when you're basing early, you're you're not gonna have another slot or um another point in it until level eight. Yeah. Uh, so it's like you still have fifty five. So if you base, like you're gonna be zooming back to lane. You're yeah, you're running faster, faster than boots. <laughs> yeah. Ionians forty five movement speed. This fifty five. <laughs> what is berserkers? Is berserkers sixty? No, I think no, berserkers like is probably forty five. Also, let me look. Berserker. Those are forty five movement speed. Okay. So you're you're getting if you if you finish berserkers. You're going to have 100 movement speed. Yeah, that's fucking with gross. With rank one of your W. So, that's a lot. You're quick. Yeah, you are. The only ones, the only boots that have higher movement speed than that are Swifties, Swifties. at 60 and Moby's at 115. Everything else is 45. But What's, what is Moby's base before, what, if you take damage? So, if you take damage, it reduces movement speed by 90. So, you only get, you get paper bags or you get Moby's, basically. Because paper bags are, are 25 move speed also. So they, yeah, when you take damage, they drop to a tier one boot, and then when it uh, resets, you're back to a tier two boot. But it's like more than double a regular tier or a different tier two boot. So high risk, high reward on the mobies. Um, okay, we are on the E, which is called Make It Rain, or some people used to call it Grape Shot. I don't think it ever actually changed names, but 
it's grape shot. <laughs> um, so, original, make it rain. Active, after a half second delay, Misfortune rains down hundreds of bullets onto the target area for two seconds, slowing and dealing magic damage every quarter second to units within. Magic damage per tick was 11.25 to 38.75 at the 10% AP ratio, meaning max damage you could take was 90 to 310 with an 80% AP ratio, which is pretty uh, pretty nice, really. Um, it would slow from 40 to 60%. It had a cast range of 800, and the uh, area radius was 200 units. So five Teemos. Um, current, make it rain. Uh, target range is a thousand, so it's uh, you can cast it from a little bit further, but it still has the same 200 effect radius, so that's something to note. Um, active misfortune casts a storm of bullets at the target location for two seconds, granting sight of the area, dealing magic damage every quarter second to enemies within, and slowing them by 40% plus 6% per 100 AP. Uh, magic damage per tick was 8.75 to 23.75 with a 15% AP ratio bringing you to a grand total of 70 to 190 with a 120% AP ratio. So, I'm so thankful they changed this. Like the only way you're going to be able to get value out of this ability is if you're going AP or right. like leaning heavily into it, which is right. good. Cause before I think like the slow alone was like, would go up to 60 and yeah, then they 60%. slapped the AP scaling on it. So well, even God. the, even the base damage. I mean, if you, if you took all the hits, you take 310 base and now, you have to have AP to take a considerable amount of damage. Otherwise, it's only 190 base. So, Right, and that's not even... You're maxing this last, so that's a little 18. Right, so, so it's, it's really going to be 70. For, yeah, it's jack nothing. shit. It's, <laughs> um, I think the best part about this ability is that it reveals the, current the sight of an area. Yeah, yeah. So there should be no excuses if you're playing Misfortune and you don't have Vision of a Brush. Just throw your E in it. Like, right. a, thousand, a thousand range? Come on. Right. It's like Lux throwing her E into a bush, too, you know? Mm -hmm. Very similar. Very similar. But, all right. Finally, we got bullet Give us time. Her signature right here, dude. Yeah, bullet time. Oh, actually, one more thing on the E. I always saw it as a mini gangplank alt. Yes, same. 100% like, the same. It's not cannonballs, but like. When we first it just, started it this game. Looks like it. When we first started this game, Make It Rain and. Uh, yeah, what Game are they brush? called? Was it was it called Cannon Barrage before that? Pretty sure, yeah. They were they were like the same fucking model, just Gangplanks was bigger, and I always thought yeah. that was dumb. I'm like it's the same fucking ability. I think it even I'm gonna look it up now. Uh, I think it even did like slightly more damage. It was really fucking stupid, really fucking stupid. <laughs> so but, bullet time, uh, her previous version passive ranking of bullet time increases impure shots maximum stacks, which was one to three. Active misfortune channels for two seconds, firing up to eight waves of bullets in the target duration over the duration target direction over the duration, each dealing physical damage and applying impure shots to all affected enemies. Let me remember what this does. Um, so it was uh, basic attack. For, so is it uh, target times per target for a maximum? So it just increased the damage. Bishop um, deal 6% AD bonus magic stacking up to 5, 6. Yep. So at max, it could be 11. Yeah, I think so. Plus 3 more. So, okay. Uh, so the, the old bullet time. Okay, do they do the math here? No, it's per wave. I'm just going to do it 
the maximum because there's too much to talk about. So yeah. if you get hit by eight, all eight waves, it is 400 to 1,000 um, plus 80, 40, 200? 80, 140, 200. Yeah. What is, what is that? Is that that's, per wave? The, uh, that so, no, that's, so, so that's that's your bonus AD. So you either get 80%, 140%, or 200% bonus AD based on the rank at that oh. at, at max max uh shots sure okay uh so then and then 160 percent ap and then the maximum uh the impure shots would be increased to 288 to 384 <laughs> ad jesus <clears throat> i mean that that ability just rips you up and this is back in the time where again you could actually effectively build black cleaver on a certain ad carries and that would just make this ability even that much stronger because it applies uh, the Black Cleaver as you're fucking just shredding their armor. They're taking extra fucking damage. It's disgusting. Uh, and then current bullet time, active misfortune channels up to three seconds, firing a number of waves of bullets in the target direction. Each wave is in a spread of six projectiles that deal 75 80 plus 25 percent ap physical damage to enemies hit and uh again so as you rank it up it's 14 to 18 waves jesus um uh, <laughs> and then the wave interval times are 0.20 and then it, it decreases uh 0.20 0.17 0.15 and then the maximum damage if you are sitting in the uh channel for the whole time is base 1,000 to 1,350% AD, plus um, 350, 400, 450 AP uh, scaling. My favorite, and then, of course, each of the waves can critically strike for 20%, plus another 7 if you have Infinity Edge. Bonus physical damage. I, was I love this because <laughs> if you if you mouse over this in game, it'll literally tell you the actual number of how much damage you take. It'll be like yes, it's fucking insane. It'll say like five thousand damage if you're if you're full AD and you're like six items. It will say because there was the era where all ADs were building uh, lethality, right? And even that fucking hit like a truck. It does. But if you have the Infinity Edge and you get those crits, it's fucking nuts. It's because. Yeah, it's disgusting. <laughs> it, it, I was gonna say, I, I, I mean, I was gonna compare this to like this might be the ability if you like sit in it the whole time does the most damage. I don't Urgot executes for like nine thousand true damage. I don't really know if I want to count that because an execute. Yeah, uh, I'm trying to think of another ability that does that much damage if you if you take. You're gonna sit in it. Yeah, I don't think there is one. Of course, There's that one. I can no think one's. Of. Of course, you shouldn't be sitting in it. Right. But, I mean, if you get rooted, Morgana Q, you're fucked. Did they just recently um, change the angle on it, I think, too? they I think they narrowed the angle a little bit at some... Well, I don't know if it was recent, but at some point... Because it's a 30-degree a 30 angle is what that comes out as. I thought they narrowed it at some point. Maybe that was when they changed her completely. I'm trying to look down on previous... I know, I don't fucking see it, so... No. Yeah, well. Um, the point is the ability is fucking disgusting, and it's a it's a good team fight breaking ability as well. You get someone works really good with like a like a Sejuani or um a J4, someone or even a Camille, someone that can keep enemies in like a 
in an arena, I guess, for lack of a better term. Just like a, or even if you're space. like if you're fighting in Baron Pit or like mm. in a jungle corridor, you're yes. you're pretty screwed if if this yeah. thing hits you. You, you definitely to don't want to go through those choke fast. points. <laughs> uh, um, not even a bad cooldown either. Twenty, one hundred and twenty to one hundred. No, no, not bad That's at not all. Too bad. I remember uh, when I first played this champion, I didn't realize like you just like you. I'd be so used to like clicking move that I didn't realize I was actually canceling my auto or my my ulti. I was like, holy shit. Why is this not working? And I was like, oh, you can't click move. It actually just cancels the ulti for you. Where some champions, while they're channeling, you can't move. So, definitely right. uh, interesting to see there. Okay, she's got 8,000 skins, so good she, luck. She has 19 skins good. with, with the, two, the two new ones coming out. because She has a base and then a prestige. Oh, if, if we're counting prestige as a separate skin. That's true. So, I, I, I'll say we, we do. Okay. Uh, but she, if, when these skins release, she will officially have the most skins in the game. I remember reading that. Um, oh, yeah, that's right. I think I did see that. I, I'll start by saying she probably has the worst ultimate skin. I think Gun Goddess is kind of not that great. I, I think like it's, Gun Goddess. Oh, it's okay. It's the worst ultimate. I think it's the worst ultimate. No, I, Ezreal's the worst ultimate. I, I don't Even know. reworked I, Ezreal's worse. At least Gun Goddess, you can change the appearance. You get three choices of Gun Goddess styles you could be i will hold steadfast to the idea that ezra's ultimate is wait the is this worst. it's not even a 3250 skin is this even an 27 75 it it was an ultimate huh it's it not even priced at that anymore say, no it weird doesn't say if it is it says part of the steel valkyries line okay um all right, yeah, okay, it's not bad. I like this skin because um, it, it talks to you. The 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 suit talks to you. Um, yeah, it, it kind of it's like um, kind of reminds me, makes her more like Samus a little bit, you know. Hmm. Um, but I don't think that's her best skin. It's just one of my favorites. She's got a slew, and I mean a fucking slew of great skins. Um, even I think the uh, Prestige Bewitching is pretty good. It is good, yep. I like it better than the regular Bewitching. I think it just... The Prestige outfit just looks really good with her style and whatnot. The... Wow, that Prestige Broken Covenant looks really fucking good, too. Yeah, I was gonna say, the new skin, the both both of them look good. Right. Uh, this is a fucking great skin line. Um, yeah, that's a good fucking skin. Road, actually Road Warrior's good. We go in. We go. <laughs> uh, Secret Agent's great, because she's Jessica Rabbit. That's a classic. Um, I was never a huge fan of Cowgirl or Waterloo, but some people like the Waterloo line. I like it's. I I like Crime City. I just wish it wasn't. I wish it was just gangster right. again. Right. Uh, yeah, that one is really fucking good with the Tommy guns. Arcade was um, really good. Oh, I really like actually the Ruin skin for her. I think the Ruin looks really good on her. That was good. Um, t- uh, Captain Fortune, which is literally her herself, basically her base skin. But that was kind of a cool one though, because that like I felt like that updated her base skin, right? Yeah, kind of like Captain Gangplank was like an update to Gangplank's original. Uh, and I mean, not the base, but the original base. Um, Battle Bunny's pretty one. good. Battle Bunny's good. Star Guardian's good. Like, she really doesn't, like, they really haven't missed. Like I said, I don't really care for Waterloo, but, like, it doesn't mean it's not a good skin. It's got great splash art since they redid it. Uh, fuck, dude, what is her best skin? That's a good fucking question. 
I I don't know. Just going through this, I I'm really fucking with the Broken Covenant. I'm gonna have to see what it looks like in game, but man, it looks good. The Prestige one I think looks it better looks than great. the than the standard one by a long like it. The new Prestige skins, I would totally call them different skins, a hundred percent, because they are pretty drastically different from the base ones, unlike they had been in the past. I think I li- I like the base one, but no, for sure the Prestige one is way better. Um, yeah, if I had to pick one, I do oh, like maybe Crime City oh. with the Tommy guns is so good though. Like I like oh, the I, idea of the Tommy guns. <laughs> I didn't even think about Arcade Misfortune. That Arcade was, like, was a classic. Yeah, that was like the man. big one when it came out. Um, you know what? I'm gonna go with was, Arcade. I'm gonna I, go with Arcade. I think we're gonna go. Oh man, the pool party is really good too. <laughs> um, hold on, hold on. Can we just for pool party? When the fuck are we getting pool party Blitzcrank? You see that in the background? Oh shit! When the fuck are we getting that? Wait, who's in front of Blitzcrank? Is that Lux? I think that's Lux, and then Lisa. We don't have pool party Lux either, so we gotta wait for Riot to drop the nuke that is pool party party Ari. Ari. (laughs) You right? Please, Riot. This is (laughs) please (laughs) drop it, (laughs) drop it this summer. Coming this summer. Yeah, and, out it's, now. It's, it's, <laughs> it's, um, oh, man, best skin. Okay, if I had to pick best skin, I'm gonna go with uh, Proceed Bewitching. The, she's got okay. the fucking sorting hat on. Like, that's pretty cool. Yeah, it's good. It's good. So. Cool. I don't have anything else to, to add to Misfortune. I just sometimes wish she wouldn't try to... She I, I wish I wish I knew the the Peter Griffin rant from Family Guy when he's talking about Grinds uh, My Gears or what? Yeah, the, yeah, the Grinds My Gears rant. Um because the, <laughs> that line is is pretty much how I jokingly feel about uh misfortune. <laughs> if any champion needs voice line updates for the love yeah. of god, please. She has like four lines. Uh, well, you know what? I don't even know them all because I usually play Gun Goddess, and she has way more oh, fucking right, lines right. than Gun Goddess, and because she talks to the exosuit, and yeah, so I don't even know all of her lines or know too many of her lines, but her voice is really good, so they just need to add more to it. She says, "Like, let me hold on, let me." It, it, it somehow we made this episode almost an hour long, guys. <laughs> um, hold on, where we go to where, where the fuck are her voice lines? How do you get to audio? See. I'm just, audio, I'm just, audio. she literally says like set sail, not a problem. Oh I've yeah. Got dangerous set eyes. sail. She's one of the few champions. I'm pretty sure Ari, they change it from Ari, but misfortune still references summoners. Oh yeah. Um, don't get cocky. I know what I'm doing. I've got a good feeling about this. Watch your mouth kid, or you'll end up, uh, find yourself respawning at home. That one's pretty good. That's like such a fucking good one. It's weird because like Ari was like the seductress. Um, and then they kind of made uh, Misfortune a bit of a seductress as well with her voice lines and whatnot, and with the way she runs. Weird if she if she is playing against a gangplank when she spawns, she'll say, "Get those oranges ready, gangplank." I had no fucking idea. Oh, that's that's kind of cool. Huh. All right. Yeah. Well, this episode's been fifty hours long. Incredible. <laughs> Longer than it needed to be, but that's okay. Hope you guys enjoyed it. Uh, again, visit the socials, check out the uh, YouTube shorts slash TikTok 
the TikToks, uh, they're great. They're wonderful. <laughs> slash Instagram reels. Whatever you're using to watch, just please continue watching. Uh, the the greatly greatest. I that's all I have to say. <laughs> so yeah, next week for champ review we'll have Swain and Lux. So at least one of those is going to be a full on rework. Yeah, I'm excited to look at Swain because I miss playing old Swain. I hated old um, Swain. I never understood that thing. <laughs> but yeah, guys, uh, we got patch next week. We got a lot of more fucking this this season feels like it's going to have the biggest patches ever because there's yeah. so much shit going on. I've I've just briefly looked at how many changes are coming and there's a lot next week. Um, so get, get ready for that. But yeah, guys, uh, make sure you like subscribe, comment, review anything. Hit that link tree. Like Tyler said, join the socials, come into the discord. Let us know if you want to come on the podcast podcast, let us know what champion you mean, what your rank is. And let's, we'll, we'll interview you guys and we'll just talk it out. Or if you, if you're watching, I have on the screen right now, these are, in order, what champions we have coming up. So yeah. next week is Swain, Lux, and then LeBlanc, Aurelia, Trundle, Cassiopeia, Caitlyn, Renekton. If you're looking at this list and you see a champion that's coming up that you're maining, come on, we'll, we'll talk. join us and we'll talk about him. And uh, I think that would be a cool idea. Why did you take the idea right out of my brain? Like, I was going to say that before you closed everything or, up, too. I was going to say, if, if one of these is your take, main you want to talk, like, bring it did here. Did you take the idea from me? I don't have a magic wand, sir. Right, but how did I know to say that then unless I thought of it before you? (laughs) Inception. Inception, (laughs) or or whatever. Fuck you. (laughs) All right, guys. We will see you next week. Enjoy your weekend, and uh, thanks for listening. Later, y'all.